Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Uh, I'm so glad to finally, I was on, I was on the road this week and, and you know what? I love Las Vegas for about <laughs> a half a day. So if there's any listeners who live in Las Vegas, Daryl, I love you guys, but God bless you. I don't know how anybody lives in Las Vegas. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no doubt. I, I have a 48 hour tolerance window for Las oh. Vegas. So you survived. Welcome back and welcome back, everybody, to the Selling from the Heart podcast. We're in the launch month for the Selling from the Heart book. Larry, it's going to be so soon. I can't wait. Uh, we'll, we'll have the exact date here real shortly. But one of the great things, if, you, if you're not in the know on this yet, you can go to sellingfromtheheart.net and download the first three chapters of the book. We're getting uh, a lot of feedback, a lot of conversations as, uh, as those downloads are, are happening and people are starting to actually get exposed to Selling from the Heart. And so I'm so excited about that. And by the way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales reps, sales professionals who are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work. We call it Selling from the Heart. But Larry, I'm, I'm excited to see the uh, folks are getting their hands on the first three chapters of the book They'll be able to get their hands on the full book here very shortly. Um, but man, just the, the people that are downloading the book and consuming, uh, I might say devouring the first three chapters, um, it's sparking some conversations. And uh, it's been great just seeing the feedback coming in. And some of those conversations have been, um, been you know, congratulatory and, hey, this is great. Finally have the book. Man, some of them, though... They've been some gut level honest conversations. They have. And, and you know what? This is this is my why, Daryl. And, and for the listeners, this is why I decided to write the book. This is why I think the time's now for the book. Uh, the message is strong. Uh, I believe in the message. And it's packing a punch. I knew when I was writing this book, there was going to be some gut level check moments because I even had them. And I know you even had them begin. You've read the book. You've been yeah, with me the whole journey. Yeah. Because you're actually, you're actually the one who, who finally decided, you finally <laughs> told me you got to write this stupid thing, right? I made you write it. You're oh, <laughs> you're oh Lord. I made Larry write this book. But it is but, it's raw. But, but, and, and sales it, is a raw industry. I mean, you know, I don't know if there is any other industry out there that is gut level, honest, as and raw emotionally as the sales business, the industry that we're in. No, you know, it is. And, and I, I knew going into this that there was going to be some, there was going to be some moments because I was I'm asking people, when you read this, get alone somewhere and read this because you'll find yourself in it because I found myself in it because this book is me. It's how I lived my life. It's how I live my life now is, you know, we got to bring our heart back into this. And for such a long time, salespeople 
have just gone through the motions. I lived it in my sales career. You kind of go through the motions. You, you, you do what you're doing. You're, you go in day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, quarter in, year end. And people expect that you're going to bring the goods because you've always brought the goods. Right. But then what happens, right. But, right. but then what happens, Daryl, when something happens, right? You lose your largest account or you miss or you miss your budget for three or four months in a row and you start doubting yourself, right? It's like that sales professional has been on top of, or the, the, the sports professional has been on top of the world for a long time. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're at the twilight of their career and they're trying to hang on and they're hanging on. They just don't know when to give up and it just <laughs> gets there. Right. It happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think our sales professionals are like that in, in terms of their bodies giving out like a picture, no. but but there is certainly that moment, um, you know, I think mo- it's not just moment, there's seasons in any sales career. And these, these are the things that nobody wants to talk about, right? You know, and, and, and we all know this, if you've been in sales uh, any amount of time, that, um, that, that things, things may, may kind of go easy for a while. I mean, you may be rocking and rolling, but then you hit a slump and you hit... Um, you know, like you said, you lose a large account or, um, you know, just you get a string of, of bad decisions from clients that, that go the wrong way and, and the funnel dries up or what, whatever it is. Um, or, or flat out, you know, maybe you just, you know, you go from being hungry and aggressive um, to being complacent for a while and, and, and you kind of get bored. Um, and, and what was once an exciting um, motivating career that, you know, you look forward to every day just becomes kind of a drudgery and a routine. And you kind of hit that, you know, you hit the funk, you know what I'm talking about, right? I, cause I, cause I've been there and it, and yeah, it, wears, it, it wears on you. And I think what, what people are going to realize when they read the book and, and I know because the people that have downloaded the book, I've reached out to already thanking them. And it means a lot to at least go and download the first three chapters. And hey, by the way, share with me your thoughts. Though the yeah. book's not out, I mean, you're going to get a good idea, guys, in the first three chapters. This thing's, gonna, this thing's got a little wow factor to it. And it, it's, it's the tenured reps that really, you know, take a step back and go, you know what? I could do something different, Right. And, and, and I had somebody just reach out to me, in fact, today. And when, when I read it, I almost cried, Daryl. Yeah. And I know, and I know you've, I know you've read it. Yeah. And th- those are the moments on why I do what I do when somebody pours their heart out and mm-hmm. says, you know what? I saw yeah, the first three chapters. I saw a lot me. I can do better. I'm in a funk. This is making me realize that the person that can control it is me. And that's what I want people to realize that the only person who's going to help you out of that funk is you. It's your ability to take a step back. You know, I say become vulnerable and say, you know what? I can improve. What do I need to do? And that's why when I, when, you know, people know I get up at this ungodly hour in the morning. I I mean, because I've trained my brain to do that. And I know what you go through, Daryl. I know your morning ritual really well. And you know, mine is I do that for a reason because, you know, in the world of sales and in the world of coaching and the world of, you know, that we live in, it takes a toll on us to travel. And, you know, it's almost like Dr. Phil moments. Yeah. But 
when we can take a step back and just every day reflect on what is it that we're doing, what can we do better, find those moments and catch them real quick before they become big, huge boulders, right? Find, yeah. find the problems when they're pebbles and, 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 you know, avoid those. And I'm so boy. And you know, the, the, I know the person who reached out to me on this and that person knows that I got their back on this. But when I, when I see those, those are the moments on why I wrote this book, Daryl. Well, and that's what we want to talk about on the podcast today is, you know, is, is getting out of the sales funk. And, you know, um, <laughs> there's a, a, one of my pastors once said, you're either in trouble, you're about to, you're just getting out of trouble or you're about to be in trouble. So you're either in a sales funk, you're just coming out of a sales funk, or you're probably going to get in one someday. So this is relevant to everybody. But in particular, if you're kind of finding yourself, um, you know, it's almost like we had talked about these midlife crisis, you know, in this mid-career crisis, um, and it happens to the best of us and all of us to where, where you're looking at this going, gosh, I don't know, I lost my way somewhere um, and I'm frustrated and I'm burnt out and I'm, um, you know, I'm just kind of spinning out of control. Maybe no one knows it, uh, but you, but you know, in, in your heart, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you think about the day ahead and the week ahead that, that there's just like a, uh, just, you know, a dread or a, a, just a, a funk around it. We want to talk today about practically just think together um, and we'll start this conversation. It'll continue online after the podcast. But, you know, what can we do for those of us who find ourselves in a funk in that in that in that just dark place? Um, what are some things that that we can do to, to rescue ourselves? Because here's the deal. If you get stuck in that funk and you stay in it for any period of time, you're going to submarine your career. And, yeah. um, you know, we don't want no one wants that. I don't think any, no one got in those sales business to, you know, to slide into oblivion and, and, and into frustration, but this is an emotional career. So I, I think one of the, one of the things that uh, maybe the, the very first thing um, to do is to just acknowledge you're in a funk and it's okay, by the way, um, you're, if you're sitting there, you're in a funk, you're not the only person uh, that's ever been there. Larry, you've been there. I know I've been there. Um, I'm sure everyone listening uh, that's been in sales for any amount of time can raise their hand and say, yeah, you know, I've been in that. I've been in a funk before. And I think the first thing, just kind of admitting it and just putting it out there, um, it's not that you necessarily have to tell the whole world, but it might be good to confide in someone and and just, you know, own it and put some light on it. Uh, that that maybe is the first step to to getting out of the funk is just to be real about it. And I, hats off to the guy that reached out to you today, man. I, I read some of that message. Obviously, we're not going to share that message with the, the world, but gosh, gut level, right? And just saying, I'm and, and I, I mean, I'm I think the guy's halfway out of getting out of the funk just by by admitting it, and that's. Well, hey. I, I, I guarantee it. And, you know, and I'm going to throw a word pride out there. We all have pride, right? <laughs> Not and, me. I don't have any pride. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I checked it's my epidemic sales, right. sales professionals. We have all kinds of pride and you go, right. But, but, you, but you know what? And I keep going back to those who know me really well. I've checked the pride thing out at the door. I have no problem admitting my weaknesses. Yeah, I got yeah. no problem admitting where I need help with. Okay. Well, I do. <laughs> well, I do. And I think, oh, right, well, okay, well, okay. We're on your, when you're on this podcast, you can just go lay down <laughs> on your couch and we can have a Dr. Phil moment. But, Thanks, but, Larry. But, you, 
but you know what though? It's difficult. I, I get it. But if we yeah. can set our pride aside, you know, and I'm going to bring this sports analogy back into this because so many times we want to make sports analogies and sales analogies. We want to blend them together, right? There's not a major sport out there where a sports person doesn't go into a funk, right? Right. Yeah. Don't care. It happens to, it happens to the best of them, right? Yeah. But somebody recognizes it, they recognize it, and then they do something about it, right? So they, they plan differently, they prepare differently, they practice differently, they, they seek a sports psychologist, they seek a mentor, something like that. I'm going to say, you know, the first thing is, is you, like you said, acknowledge it, set your yeah. pride aside and go talk to somebody, whether that be your manager, a leader, somebody in your circle of influence, a close friend, because yeah. this just didn't happen overnight, right? Yeah. This is stuff that's been brewing for a while. All of a sudden, you don't wake up in the morning and it's a funk. It's something that's happened months down the road, quarters down the road, that's gotten to it. And finally, it's this big cesspool that's risen to the top and yeah. boom, and it's hit you. Well, that's good. So, um, you know, I, I, number one is acknowledge. Number two is check your pride at the door. Um, and, and, you know, you're not the only one that's been through this. Um, I think, uh, you know, another thing from a practical standpoint is, is uh, go back to the basics. You know, when you get in the sales funk, obviously, we, you go to desperation mode. We talk about commission breath and, you know, people can, people can sense the desperation and that's really dangerous Somehow you got to shake that and just go back to the basics. I mean, you know, we're all uh, Jeb Blunt fans around here. The number one failure of a sales rep for the number one reason for an empty pipeline is failure to prospect, right? So, you know, then this part of checking your pride at the door, I mean, you know, you got to look and go, okay, well, I may need to, to start prospecting, uh, you know, consistently again. And, and let's be honest, if you've been in sales for a long time, you've got a good book of business behind you, you know, it's really, really easy to get lulled into complacency when it comes to, to prospecting. But to me, prospecting is like going to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, I'm going to look up in six months and go, you know, I got the, the dad bods getting a little, a little out of control, right? Uh, but so, so there is, you know, there's a part of it where I got to go back to the gym and I've been going back to the gym um, and started weight training a couple, uh, well, 12 sessions ago, three weeks ago. So, um, you know, Larry, it's, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit sore, uh, and it's not fun. And especially like I noticed going back to the gym for weight training the first, uh, first few weeks, especially that first week, I was just a bear, man. I was complaining, uh, you were listening to me complain. Leslie was listening to me complain. Um, and, and I think that, you know, the, the results though come in time. And I think, you know, checking, checking your pride at the door and going, okay, I'm going to get back to the basics. Um, and I'm going to start prospecting again consistently every day and, and talking to people and driving conversations and building relationships, the things that got you to where you were that maybe have kind of, um, slid, you know, into the background. Um, that's important for, for, for getting out of a sales slump. No, I, I mean, I agree. And, 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 and I'll, I'll echo it, you know, pipeline never lies. And, and yeah. it's just, it's just amazing what happens to people. And I'll throw the word desperation out there yeah. when people know their pipelines, the first word that comes to mind is putrid, right? Yeah. When they know that it's not what it needs to be, they start doing things that would normally not do 
Yeah. With a full pipeline. And that was one of the things that just always just, I stayed at top of mind is, oh, well, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> For all those podcasters, hold on. That's it's good. We're going to hit pause on the podcast. We'll be right back while R- Larry runs for safety with the fire alarm. <laughs> this is what happens when you do live podcast, people. There we go. We're right. back. That's great. Hey, you know what? It was a prospecting alarm. There you go. That's good. Well, welcome back, everybody. Larry has, uh, the fire department has come and gone. Everything's fine. Uh, no, that's hilarious. We had a fire alarm. There is the prospecting alarm. Uh, but so, uh, somebody, somebody upstairs was just that. So that, but that alarm, <laughs> that's what happens guys. When you do live podcasts, you never know what the heck's going to happen, but you know, that's, I mean, that is the, there is that moment, that alarm moment. And, and so I think part of it's going back to basics. I, by the way, I think everybody would know that and say that, but, yeah, but, then, there, but then why doesn't it happen? Well, that's because here's, here's why I think that, that, Everyone knows that when you get in a sales slump, you're supposed to start prospecting again and all of that. Every sales book says it. But I think that this is where this is where the heart level comes in, is I think in addition to doing that or along with doing that or maybe before doing that, we've got to get gut level honest with ourselves. And that's where, you know, spending some time um, reflecting on, you know, how did I get here? And, and more importantly, you know, not just looking back, but looking forward and saying, you know, why do I do, why am I in this career? What, you know, what, what do I want to accomplish in my life? What are my goals? And, and reconnecting with that, because I think, you know, as much as we can get sloppy with prospecting and the fundamentals, the real thing I think that's happening, and, and I think this is why selling from the heart is resonating so much, is we've forgotten our why, you know, we've forgotten the reason that we do what we do. And if you forget the why behind the what you do, um, if you forget the reasons and the values and the, the goals and all of those things, then it's really easy to get in a slump because the reality is the things it takes to be successful in sales are hard to do. And, and, and you've got to have a passion burning below the surface. And I think what's happened for me, when I look at the slumps that I've gone through in my sales career, it's kind of like the fire went out inside. Or the fire alarm went off. Or the fire alarm went off. But I mean, seriously, it's like the fire went out inside. And and what we're talking about, yes, there's like a practical action-oriented prospecting, do the deal level. But if all the, if that's all you're going at, it's not going to be sustained because you got to deal with the heart. You got to deal with the inside, the motivation, the reason, the why. And I think for those of those of you who are listening, who are in a sales slump, or if you're listening and going, well, I'll probably be in a sales slump someday, or maybe you want to keep yourself from getting into that slump. I think as much as we got to invest in activities to fill the pipeline, we also have to invest in activities to keep the fire burning inside. No, you got to invest at the level of the heart. Yeah. I mean, you have to, because I mean, I mean, it's tough and 
you know, before we had that alarm moment, I, I was, you know, I was, I was going to share a story, but I always, when I was out in the field and, and I was doing what I was doing as a sales professional, I always kept prospecting at the top of my head just for one simple reason. I didn't want those slumps to happen. They're going to happen. So it just became to me, I invested in what do I need to do for myself to keep that pipeline full and what, and what always kept that fire burning for me mm-hmm. was my ability to provide for my family. That's what kept that thing going because I always wanted to stay one step ahead of everybody else. But there's, you know, there's a why. And I think there is, but, and, and I've, and I've known my why, and that's why it, when people read the book, that's why I started off the first part of selling from the heart, ask people to get brutally honest with themselves, take a step back. And, and, you know, um, and Keenan's an avid, you know, listener and, and Keenan's been a big influence in where I'm at. You know, we've even talked about it is people got to become self-aware and they got to self-reflect and people hear these words all the time. Mm-hmm. And they go, all right, that doesn't mean anything to me until it happens. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, it's called getting in control with who you are and, and it just happens. But in one of the chapters of the book in selling from the heart, I specifically wrote to those tenured sales reps who've lost the passion, right? Who, who need to get it reignited. Yeah. For one simple yeah. reason, start thinking about the first six months to two years in your sales career when you're out there busting your ass. You knew your why, but right. then what happens is you got a book of business and then you found out what all the other tenured sales reps do. And before you know it, you start mirroring everybody and you and you get to where you're at. I'm yeah. asking people go back to when you first started in here and you knew exactly why you were doing this. Man, that's fantastic. And, you know, this is, this is a, a great conversation because I think any sales manager would say, make some more calls, you know, get back and prospect, which is true. But well, yeah, go beat your head with a hammer for 30 minutes and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. Well, it's like if you're going to go do hard work and go back to that gym analogy. I mean, I, I really don't enjoy going to the gym. I, some people may. I, to me, it's boring. I do listen to podcasts while I'm at the gym, which is great. So I make it a learning experience, but it's hard work and it's boring. But I've got a why behind that, right? I've got I've got a wife, I got kids, I have grandkids. I want to make sure that I'm around. You Dude, know? you're an old man. Uh, I I feel like it <laughs> when I go back to the gym. Actually, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, you've got to have that why behind behind all of 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 these um, hard actions. And I think when you get in that sales slump, one of the best things you can do is reconnect with your um, your, your why. And, and one of the best ways to do that, which is really cool because when you download, I'm just, you know, for our selling from the heart podcast, uh, listeners, you're kind of our insiders, um, uh, in all of this, when you download the book at the end of the chapter, um, I think it's at the end of chapter one, if my memory serves me right, um, you're going to get a link to go actually download as well. The companion self-reflection journal. And, and I think this is going to be immeasurably helpful to any of you that are in a slump or any of you that want to keep from being in a slump. And, and, uh, Larry, I, that self-reflection journal is full of gut level, honest questions. Um, and I know, uh, as, as I've reflected on some of them, uh, they're the types of questions that will lead you back to your why. And, uh, I think if anything, um, the action of going through that self-reflection journal is is going to, um, quite frankly, I think it's going to rescue a lot of careers. And for that, 
Um, Lair, I'm really grateful that you put the blood, sweat and tears into to writing this book for all of us. No, I, I appreciate it because ugh, I've been there. I've, you know, I've gone through it. Um, I've personally answered the questions, you know, over my journey over the last couple of years, this is my why. I mean, I, I stepped out of doing what I was doing for one simple reason. I saw a huge hole in the sales world that I think needed to be filled. And there, there's a lot of great sales training. There's a lot of great coaching out there. And I believe in, you know, and, and, and and I think we can all agree to it. Yeah. But, well, but what made me successful was when I brought my heart into it. And, and so I, I really appreciate it. You've been, you've been a guiding light for me on this. So thank you. As well. well, let's just be honest. I, I mean, all the great sales training out there and there, there's tons of great sales training and, and, and there's all kinds of, 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 of models and systems and, and ways to go about this. They all work. They're all fantastic. But the real issue is if your heart's dead inside and you've lost the drive and the passion, it doesn't matter what system, what product, what company you work for, um, you're going to be in trouble. The good news, though, is when you can recover your heart, then everything else starts clicking. And, and I know that Selling from the Heart, our podcast, that's been you know the reason behind our podcast. I know it's the reason behind the book. And I know um, for all of you listening, you know this is, this is who we are, and this is what we're all about is reconnecting with your heart. So... Um, action item. If you're in a sales slump, you know, admit it and go and, and make a commitment to, uh, reconnect with your heart. And I can't think of a better way to do that than go to sellingfromtheheart.net and download the first three chapters. The book is coming out really soon. Um, it's going to be very exciting when we get our hands on all of it, but I I know you're going to devour the first three chapters. And can I ask a special favor of all of our listeners? When you go to sellingfromtheheart.net, would you give a shout out and share it on LinkedIn, share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, um, or just lean out the door of your office and yell it to the rest of the bullpen, print out a copy and give it to him, whatever it is, help us spread the word on this because I really believe that what's going on here is a movement to bring the heart back to sales. And when that happens, it's going to radically change um, our industry, our sales profession, and it's going to change. It already is changing the trajectory of so many people's lives and families. And all of that is really cool. So thanks once again for joining us. Um, as always, keep being genuine. Keep being real. Keep doing the hard work. Keep getting gut level honest with yourself. Find your why. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.